Gracious God, may only your words be spoken and your words be heard. The scripture stories we hear this Advent are the stories that anticipate the incarnation of Jesus that first Christmas. They are amazing stories. They're meant to be inspiring and life-transforming. Take today's gospel, for example. We have heard tell of an angel sent from God to deliver a message. A message that two women, Mary, a young virgin, and her relative Elizabeth, who is past the years of childbearing, that both have conceived and will give birth. You pause for a second and you realize that what's being said here is that the infinite, omniscient, and all-powerful Lord of the universe is becoming a fetus, and then a newborn baby, and then a nursing infant. This is the irrational season, the author Madeline Langle writes, when love blooms bright and wild, had Mary been filled with reason, there'd been no room for the child. This Sunday, this first Sunday of Advent, begins a new church year. And what better time than Thanksgiving weekend to begin a four-week period of sustained attention to giving thanks to God for God's goodness and love for the many ways that God's goodness and love has been shown to us in the world. And we do that this year here at All Souls in several different ways. As far as worship is concerned, beginning with this Sunday, we use a different Eucharistic prayer, Eucharistic prayer B, which recounts in one part the ways that God has not kept God's goodness and love a secret, but rather makes them known to us. Makes them known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be God's people, in God's word spoken through the prophets, and above all, what we anticipate each Advent, God's word made flesh. And that's important because if there's one thing to remember about Advent and Christmas, it's this. Jesus was unique, but not out of character. And what I mean by that is that while God, God's own self, God's own self becoming incarnate, God becoming in flesh, God becoming a human being, while that was a unique event in salvation history, it was in no way out of character for God, as if God suddenly decided that first Christmas to start being good and loving, to start making God's goodness and love known to us human beings. No, God has been trying to make God's goodness and love known to us 
in the very act of creation. God has been trying to make God's goodness and love known to us in establishing covenantal relationship with us. God has been trying to make God's goodness and love known to us in speaking God's word through the prophets. And above all, God makes God's goodness and love known to us in God's word becoming flesh, human, real, God with skin, love incarnate. Our Eucharistic prayer reminds us this Advent that Jesus was God's goodness and love walking and talking and telling stories and drawing apprentices, disciples. God, Jesus was God starting a movement of goodness and love called the church to carry on God's work of reconciliation in the world today. Another way that we mark Advent is by recalling this line from the mission statement of All Souls Cathedral. We worship a God who gets involved in the messy beauty of creation. Likewise, we seek to be a community involved in the challenges and celebrations of our community outside the physical walls of the cathedral in Asheville, Western North Carolina, and the wider world. The season of Advent, in other words, invites us to consider God not as some vague, ethereal concept merely up there or out there, but rather God as involved in the messy beauty of creation. God involved in daily practical matters. Like Christian spirituality in general, like worship, Advent is not an escape from culture or the world. During Advent, the church rather insists that the first and every subsequent Christmas is about Emmanuel, God with us, God in the midst of our lives. Advent is an annual invitation to anticipate the good news of great joy of every Christmas, that God is near. Over the last several weeks, the Gospels have challenged us. They've challenged us how to consider how our thoughts and feelings of love and gratitude are unknown to anyone else if our thoughts and feelings of gratitude and love stay thoughts and feelings. In other words, <clears throat> if our thoughts and feelings of love and gratitude are to be made known to anyone other than ourselves, then they need to move from thoughts and feelings into actions, concrete, tangible, visible actions. If you're a member of All Souls, one thing you can be very thankful for is that All Souls' mission to worship a God who gets involved in the messy beauty of creation and likewise seeks to be a community involved in the challenges and celebrations of the community outside the physical walls of the cathedral, you can be grateful that those are not merely words. This seeking to be a community involved in the challenges and celebrations of the community outside these walls is not merely a sentiment. It's not just a noble desire. But it is, like God's goodness and love, 
made known. I'm happy to remind you that earlier this year, your vestry took an important step in supporting Beloved Village's Tiny Home Initiative. Earlier this year, even while wrestling with the uncertainties of the pandemic's effect on the economy, and even while wrestling with the resulting uncertainties about the church's budget, your vestry decided to respond to an invitation for the cathedral to play a significant leadership role in Beloved Village's Tiny Home Initiative. And as you know, or as you will learn more about in January and February of next year, one of the ways that cathedral members are invited to address economic and racial justice issues is by partnering with Beloved Asheville. Beloved Village approaches affordable housing in Asheville differently. They approach it boldly and creatively. The tiny homes that All Souls Cathedral is committed to helping build in East Asheville will be good news to those who are seeking housing. But they will be good news not just because they will be deeply affordable, not just because they will be safe and sustainable, and not just because the village will help those folks build equity, but because the village itself will be community-oriented, beloved village will be comprised not just of houses, but of homes. Homes. Homes that help respect the dignity of the folks moving into them. Homes that restore hope for individuals and families. In a concrete action of goodness and love, in a concrete action of being involved in the messy, beautiful creation outside these walls, the All Souls Vestry pledged $95,000, which are the funds necessary for the building of one of what will become 12 500-square-foot homes. The good news is, all but $31,000 of that $95,000 is already in hand through designated gifts and memorials. The further good news is that that other $31,000 gets to come from you. In early 2021, as we seek to involve not just your financial commitment to that endeavor, but your involvement in making the village a reality. Beloved village is unique, but all souls' involvement in it is not out of character for all souls. Because being involved in the messy beauty of creation, being good news to the poor, respecting the dignity of every human being, striving for justice and peace among all people, those are ways that 
Today, we engage in the irrational season when love blooms bright and wild. There are ways that this Advent and throughout 2021, your church, your faith community, All Souls Cathedral, continues to carry on God's movement of goodness and love and the work of reconciliation in the world today. This Advent, let us say with Mary, here I am. Let it be with me according to your word of love and goodness, God, made real in the messy beauty of creation outside these walls.